Welcome to the Afternoon's Alternative. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Jalal Kaiser. You don't know me, but that's okay. We're friends now. We now know that action begets motivation instead of the other way around. You might need to force yourself to work, but once you start to flow, it stops to matter. And it's the same way with kindness and with being helped. When you help, you get help. When you get help, you help. A circuit is complete when its switch is closed. Whatever you put out into the world you first create within yourself and within yourself is where it stays. Thus it's important to see how depression is linked with getting out there and trying your best to help others try their best. You might not be able to do something but you might be able to understand it much better than someone else who might be more able to do it. Are you getting what I'm getting at? I'm simply saying that experience and action and action and experience happen in either one of those orders and it's important that if you have faced any of these problems such as depression anxiety fear hatred lust and you don't anger and you don't feel that way anymore and you don't want to feel that way anymore the easiest way to get yourself out there is by helping someone else who might not understand these things in the same way that you do it's kind of like a superpower you become more perceptive you become more observant and while it still might suck i don't mean to say that i don't mean to diminish your suffering by saying that it's a superpower there is no responsibility on your shoulder there is no being broken down being sad and being abused isn't like some sort of entry fee to becoming special that is not at all what i mean to say or imply ever but it is a situation that you can get something good out of it is an opportunity to help it's an opportunity to make your heart grow wider it's an opportunity to make your experiences grow wider you retreat back when you have nothing left to lose then you have everything to gain there's everything out there for the taking it might be hard there might be obstacles in the way but it's important to realize that more often than not the obstacle is the way a sadness a failure a heartbreak a dejection an emptiness are all opportunities to break the monotony of life and help you see things in a different way if you would have continued in the same path that you did before if you continue to do things in the same way that you did before you might be worse off in the near future because you might be hoodwinked by success you might be deceived by your own aptitude adeptness ability faculty facility potential these things can trip you up 
Open yourself up to being helped and open yourself up to helping. Open yourself up now that you are in this shitty situation to see what's there. Something that you couldn't view before. Is it maybe better viewable from this vantage point? What is God? What is existence? Who are any of us? My friend Kirin said this and I'm going to quote this verbatim. Everything is kind of a message from the universe to you because your own consciousness is sort of like the only thing thinking about itself and the universe as separate things and looking for answers and that way is the only thing the universe can have a conversation with. We are the universe figuring itself out but inside our heads we're all separate. That's why we don't recognize the primary colors thing that I spoke about in the previous episode and that all of us are basically made out of and all of our emotions come from the same primary colors but the mixture is different. We're the universe figuring itself out but inside our heads we're all separate. That's why we don't realize the primary colors thing because we're a whole thing in and of ourselves. And then this happens. When your consciousness is the only thing thinking about itself and the universe is separate things and looking for answers and the only thing that the universe can have a conversation with is our consciousness but it has to stop us in our tracks it has to make a loud noise in the form of some neurochemical imbalance some psychological chaos in the form of depression anxiety it's telling us to get out there it's telling us that the only thing that is guaranteed in this universe without religion where god is dead without morality without any borders with a million things that might be messing you up inside your own mind with a hundred things all competing with each other not sure which is true in excess of overload of information thoughts running through your head at 100 miles per hour the only thing that if you disconnect and see the world from a bird's eye view the only thing that you will see as being constant in any of this is the fact that people are the same that our primary colors are the same that we all are pained that we all are happy that we all smile we're all jealous angry sad anxious lustful in the same exact way there is nothing else in this universe that is true if you spoke no language if you had no books if you had no code of justice morality sexuality anything the first thing that you would realize is that we all feel the same pain for other people when someone falls down we all feel that slight jolt in our in our chests if you're if someone else's phone drops to the floor you will always be concerned and without knowing of anything about homosexuality heterosexuality pangenderism without knowing anything at a young age you will know that you will be attracted towards certain people and repulsed by certain things and more drawn towards certain types of eyes or body features these are things that nobody needs to tell you that you'll find out all on your own that your heart will really bleed it out for when a puppy yelps in the street if it when a cat looks at you with those big eyes when a baby coughs with that way that it catches their whole chest and the whole and the whole ass baby shakes you know that feeling in your heart and no god told you no religious book told you and you needed no success or failure to come to this realization that we are all 
people. We are all our primary colors. We are all the same beings. And if you are deficient of something, there is someone else out there who is deficient in something that you might have in excess of. There are always people to be mentored. There are always people that you can be mentored from. You can always reach out and grab that help and you can always reach out and offer that help. And we said that depression is like the permanent guest that stays there, but so are you. So am I. So are the people around you. We're all the permanent guests of this place that we call Earth. As pretentious as that sounds, we will all go away, but we will all always stay here forever. What now exists will always exist. Whatever you create will always remain created. It's just the forms of it that might be changed because you know that energy within a system cannot be created nor destroyed. It just changes shape. It just changes form. You take someone else's hatred and you make it into love. You take someone else's love and you make it into hatred. You take someone else's anger and you make it into comedy. You take someone else's comedy and you make it into anger. You take someone else's sexuality and you turn it into your own sexuality. You take someone else's discoveries and you turn it into explorations of your own self. Everyone else is completely different, but everyone else is a lesson for us. Hundreds of years of philosophers that have gone by offer themselves as parenthood to us. We can choose to be the children of a hundred brilliant minds that have gone on in history. We can choose to be attracted towards beautiful people who are completely unlike the shitty people who we have given our care to before. We can choose to be led to newer, bigger, more open paths than the restricted avenues, than the dark, than the dark, dark alleyways that we were walking in before. And you never would have got there if it wasn't for your failures, your depression, your anxiety. Something within ourselves that's telling us that we're looking for material solutions to spiritual problems. To borrow a phrase from Russell Brand's brilliant book, Mentors. My deliverable today is inactionable for you forever. And that is this. Everything is out there for the taking. The same things that have given you the sadness are the same things that will provide healing for you. The same air that restricts your breathing is the same air that you can take a deep breath in right now. In through the nose and out through the mouth. And you can repeat this 10 times for a minute. And you can focus on the breath and you can try to let go of your thoughts. And you can try to focus on your thoughts objectively without judging yourself for them. And you can realize that everything was happening inside of your mind all along. Mind makes man and man makes mind. And that's it. All the energy, all the love, all the opportunities, all the failure, all the people that we've loved, all the people that we've hated, all the people that we've wished would stay a little bit longer, and all the people that left us too soon, all of it is still here. I tell you, they have not died. Their hands clasp yours and mine. They are but glorified. They have become divine.
They live, they know, they see, they shout with every breath. Life is eternity, there is no death. Oh wait, we already did the theme song, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that serves as a good interlude between that thought and this next thought. Um, just in the same way that we will have to reorganize the way we look at the universe, the way that we will have to get over uh, the narcissism of depression, basically, the way that we will have to realize that if we are being broken down, it's for our own good. We have to be humble. We have to accept help. We have to reach out for help. As much as it will embarrass us, as much as your anxiety will lie to you and tell you that you don't deserve help, you absolutely do and you absolutely have to to go out and find it the thing that kind of fucking sucks about depression is that ultimately still you can't really do anything unless you're willing to do it for which the second thing which i really suggest all the time is taking stock and inventory of the good times not to look back on them when you're sad or not to be sad when they're happening and to think eh, this is one fleeting moment but to remind yourself that something is gonna come up to mess it all up for you and to build up the stores for later to build up resilience to build up better rituals instead of relying on fickle things such as circumstances and one important thing that that will involve is journaling and writing down things and goal setting this way you're sort of leaving yourself a memento like in that film memento and <laughs> telling yourself what to do later like in Ghajni when he wakes up after having lost his memory so depression will kind of play that trick on you. You will kind of forget how it was before. You will kind of forget that there are people out there who care for you. You will forget that you still do ultimately have a responsibility to yourself. That you still live in this universe where you deserve happiness, joy, and you deserve to kind of kick this uh, monster's ass. And that's the mind trick that it'll play on you. It'll make you forget what you were even here for. You know, when you move from one room into the other and you can't remember why you were there, that's what depression will do. When you go into that other depression-filled room, that smell, that depression fart will be so stingent that it'll make you forget every... It'll make you forget your train of thought. So you have to build these things up for yourself. You have to look out for yourself. The only one person that has to spend that much time with you is yourself. You have to be kind for yourself. You have to finish the job. You cannot, you absolutely cannot um, kill yourself on yourself while there's still yourself to look out for. You are your child, your wife, your husband, your mother, father, whatever, your God, your worshiper, your prophet, everything. You are the whole universe under yourself and you have so much to do. You have so many people to meet. You have so much happiness to have. You have so much sadness to experience. You have so much different kind of profound um, emptinesses that will leave you much better. You have so much experiences that will absolutely ring you out. And then a year or two later, like an annoying, there will be a time when you will be that fucking 
terrible uncle that everybody will want to shoot in the face when you say that, oh, you know, there was a time when I didn't think I could make it, but now I look back and I made it. Wow. There is still all of this there for the taking. There are still things worth living for. And you have to keep reminding yourself of that. You are right now the ideal version of yourself. For yourself in the past and for yourself in the future. You are the best version of yourself that can do the best things for yourself. If you recognize and realize and acknowledge and take note of and um, what should I say, permanently write down, permanently entrust in someone else that you genuinely trust and make these things, bring these things out of yourself, make these things a reality. By which I don't mean that you have to do things, I mean that even your thoughts have to be palpable thoughts in writing with someone else. A thing that I often do is that when I have to do something important and I know that my um, uh, uh, my personal mix of mental illnesses will definitely not let me do it, I, it's, it sounds very simple and a lot of these fixes are so simple, which is why the nature of uh, the things that are stopping us from doing them are so complex because they're actually pretty simple to do. And so it's it, depression has to really amp up the intensity in trying to get us to stop. So the simple thing that I do is I simply tell someone else that I'm going to do this. I simply say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I just have to finish up this XYZ very specific detail. Here you go. And it can be with someone who you know will um, make the situation worse. Like if your mother is not a nice person, that you tell her, okay, okay, I'm going to do this. Essentially forcing yourself to do it, lest she says, or, you know, in a much nicer way, you tell your friend, yeah, today I'm going to sit down and I'm going to work on XYZ thing. Today I'm not going to do XYZ thing. If there's something that you're abstaining from, be it um, whatever thing that you might be trying to quit, you can tell someone, okay, all right, um, I'm not going to do this anymore. The reason that this helps is that it brings it, it makes it a sort of promise to yourself. It makes it a thing. There's like a social contract involved and it brings into the equation someone else that you have very strong feelings for. All of these things are actually workable and there's, there, there's still the things that work the best. We've talked about this previously on the podcast that a lot of the best things we came to kind of look at as childish because of the nature of how much fucking uh, adulting sucks. How much so many 40-year-olds are just pieces of shit that made us think that all of these ideals that we were taught in our childhood, when we saw them not being applied in the real world, we kind of rejected them mentally and we thought, all right, well, all of it is a sham then. But that's not true. There are still these very basic truths out there. So you ask for help, you give help, you tell yourself that you are the one person that will help yourself the best, and you write these things down, you do goal setting, you don't look down upon the system 
of recovery you tell yourself that the first thing that you will do is fully acknowledge that you have a problem the second thing that you will do is fully acknowledge that that problem is creating other problems for you the third thing you will realize is that perhaps you can't deal with yourself all alone we always tell ourselves that it is a failing of your own self that you cannot get rid of your depression or of your problems and that fucks us up because we think oh you know i can do this but then you can't and then you tell yourself oh i can't do this i'm a piece of shit in the first place tell yourself that all of us need external sources of help whatever that may be whether it's a book whether it's this podcast whether it's a good friend whether it's just doing better than you did the day before 1% better whether it's starting a new good habit or if it's stopping an old bad habit we acknowledge that we are all powerless because these demons have existed for millenniums you read philosophy you read philosophical works and you realize that a bunch of the smartest people in our history were just straight up depressed were just straight up led by their dicks were just straight up suicidal were just straight up really fundamental christians who didn't realize that what they were thinking was this really wise breakthrough was actually just dogma millions and millions of people for thousands and thousands of years have been led by all of this alcoholism is a tale as old as time depression is as old as time the first people on earth were being misled by their desires and whatever we are all helpless we all need help that's the fourth fifth step and then you go out there and you find that help and then you stay connected to this new perspective and you are kind to yourself if you fuck up you tell yourself that it's okay because rome wasn't built in a day because a mountain is made out of one particle each at each time and then you go out there and you make it public you tell people you're as open as you can be about your problems and you tell people that you're here to become a better person like i'm doing with this podcast right now and slowly and slowly and slowly you will realize that the things that you were afraid of become less and less inconsequential a bunch of people still tell me that i'm doing a really weird thing with this podcast that it's very feminine or whatever and it doesn't make me feel emasculated in the same way that it was before if anything it makes my dick harder because <laughs> because i know that these models of manliness are antiquated and that is not where something is actually coming from if you feel emasculated and then you want to um sort of enforce some sort of pakadi on somewhere else that's not really a sustainable model of erections that's not really a sustainable model of um sexual vigor that's not really a sustainable model of something everlasting but it is everlasting it is a sustainable model when you live your own truth and when you realize that nobody except for you can be completely honest with yourself if your systems of manliness or if your systems of whatever else where are they coming from like it's good to be kind and evil but it's also good to be intimidating and strong and stand up to people where there is the need to 
it all just boils down that it has to come from a genuine place. And there is no one else that can know about this except for you. And yeah, more to the point, these things start to fade away then. The more that you live your truth, the more that you know that what you're doing is coming from a genuine place, the more that you read books, the more that you look at good people out there in the world, the better role models that you have, the more that you see people who have succeeded by applying these things to themselves. And the more that you give yourself a miracle to believe in. So many times in my life, I have done things on the sheer basis of the fact that I knew that if I pull this off right now, in the future, I will always be able to look back at this moment and say, yeah, I did it that time, I can do it again. Give yourself a miracle to believe in. I believe that's my third actionable, uh, which is kind of abstract, but I hope that this entire episode can kind of help you. The first permanent guest installation was kind of abstract. I hope this one was a bit more direct and a bit more action focused because I really, really believe that we all can win in the same way. We can all succeed. We can all achieve the same things. You don't have to lose. I don't have to win. We can choose. Once again, you guys are the nicest, not because you're listening to this, but because just generally everyone is the nicest. And if you're a piece of shit, you can use your energy to make other people feel better. We can get better because until the day we die, we are always, always alive.